Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. Shep Hyken here, back on Amazing Business Radio for another episode. We have a treat today because uh, we're going to be talking with Bruce Turkel in just a little while. He's the CEO of Turkel Brands, but more importantly, he has just written an amazing book that comes out right about the time you're probably listening to this show. The book is titled All About Them, available everywhere, well, practically everywhere. If you can't find it everywhere, just go to Amazon because they have just about everything. And it's all about them. It's all about branding. It's all about putting yourself out there and being known for something which is a big part of the customer experience. I believe that uh, when you want people to talk about you, you want people to talk about you that's consistent with uh, what you what you would like them to say. Uh, you need to be in sync, and that's your, your brand promise. A lot of times brand promises are in the form of a customer service or customer experience promise. And if you think about it, and you've heard me talk about it over and over again, the Ritz-Carlton, where ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. Well, if I'm going there for the first time, prove it to me. So let's talk, uh, before we get into Bruce's interview, a little bit about uh, the brand promise. I remember, I'm going back several years, uh, Pizza Hut, the you know pizza chain, placed an advertisement to interview for candidates uh, for a social media manager. Now, social media, as you know, is about as hot as hot as hot can be, and they wanted to have somebody come in and, and specialize in managing their social presence. The catch was, and this is really cool, that the interview or, or the interviewee, uh, the candidate, if you will, had to apply on Twitter in one tweet. In other words, uh, well, essentially, they were allowed uh, 140 seconds. Now, I, I strike that. It probably wasn't one tweet, but it, they used the uh, Twitter 140-character uh, uh, idea as a basically a benchmark for what they looked for. So in 140 seconds, they had to sell themselves. So how could you sell yourself in 140 seconds? And I started thinking, well, I wonder – if you can sell yourself in 140 characters, is your brand promise so simple and so concise and so clear that you can make a promise to your customer in 140 characters or less? And I think if you add up the characters to where ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen, you'd probably find that that is under 140 characters. Let me give you an example of another one. And I'll bet we'll do it in the form of a quiz. Okay, here's the quiz. Name the company that is, are you ready for this? A chain of department stores that is known for its amazing customer service. And if you're like me, you would have said Nordstrom. Ding, ding, ding. That would be the correct answer. By the way, 76 characters. In just 76 characters, I was able to describe, at least for me, what Nordstrom means to me. And if I were working on uh, for Nordstrom, developing a brand promise, developing a, a vision, a service vision, uh, I would think that uh, being able to do it in 76 characters, very concise, would be easy for the customer to remember and more importantly for the employee to remember. Here's another one. Uh, here is an airline that has reasonable priced flights, fun flight attendants, and lots of peanuts. 
you probably are thinking Southwest Airlines. That's 93 characters. That's it. 93 characters with spaces. An airline that has reasonable priced flights, fun flight attendants, and lots of peanuts. That pretty much describes exactly who Southwest is. And if you look at their brand promise and you look at their vision statements and you really dig and research, you can summarize it and all that. So here is what I want you to be thinking about. Because as we uh, get into Bruce and we're talking about his book, and I've read his book, there is a process, and I'm going to ask him about this process. It's a process that everyone should go through to help identify what he calls uh, the authentic truth that each person in each company has. But here is one little exercise I want you to think about. I want you to create your own 140-word brand promise. 140, actually strike that, not 140 words, 140 characters. Make it short, concise, easy to memorize, and make it reflective of what your company is all about. So if somebody heard it, they would say, I can name that company. All right, so we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Bruce Turkel about his new book, All About Them. This is Shep Hyken on Amazing Business Radio. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information. All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the Shepherd Letter form, and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Shep Hyken here, back on Amazing Business Radio, and I promised you an amazing interview today. We have Bruce Turkel uh, today, and he is the CEO of Turkel Brands, and this he's a branding expert. That's what I could tell you. If you looked at the list of clients that he's worked with, uh, companies like Bacardi, Discovery, uh, Phillips, Metcare, uh, he's worked for the city of Miami. Uh, he's spoken at MIT, Harvard, very smart dude, obviously. He's been on all kinds of major talk shows, N- NPR, CNN, you can see him, I think, almost weekly, it seems like, on Fox Business. Uh, he's been featured in Fast Company, the New York Times. Basically, this is the man when it comes to the brand. And he has a new book out. It's just coming out now. It's called All About Them. Bruce, welcome to Amazing. Ama- I can't even, t- I'm so excited I could barely talk. <laughs> welcome to Amazing <laughs> hey, Business hey. Radio. And you've said amazing enough times that I'm intimidated now. Now i got to be amazing. Hey, Shep, thanks so much for inviting me. What a lovely introduction. Well, thanks. And, and for some of our listeners who follow us, you may remember Bruce was on our show last year. And uh, we were just talking about branding in general. But today, we're going to talk a little bit about his new book, All About Them, and how branding and customer service kind of interrelate. Uh, why don't we start off by telling him about the book? Oh, sure. I had written a few books in the past about branding. And, you know, what I've realized is it's really a living subject matter because it changes based on how people relate to information. And as probably most of your listeners have figured out by now, the whole world has just changed. We might have been asleep at the time, but the way people communicate, the way people respond 
everything has changed within the last few years. Case in point, it used to be when you wanted to build your brand, when you wanted to market your company, when you wanted to promote your customer service, for example. You would talk about all the great things you do because it was the only way people could find out about you, who you are, what you do, and why you matter. That's no longer true. Anyone who wants to know about you can go online, and within five minutes, they know more about you than you've ever told anyone or they ever would have known between the different sites, Facebook, LinkedIn, and the like, between if you have blogs or you have posts on YouTube or whatever. Plus, there's other people commenting on you, whether it's your business on Yelp or they're talking about you on other sites, on Travelocity or whatever. So the need now to tell people who we are and what we do is no longer important. It no longer matters. What matters is telling people why those things are important to them. So the point of the book and the point of everything we do with our clients now to help them build their brands is to change their focus from talking about themselves to talking about the people they do business with or they want to do business with. You know, I, someone once taught me that when you're talking to a client and they say, so tell me about your business, and I believe this is in your book as well, uh, when somebody asks you, tell me about your business, they're really not interested in about your business. What they're interested in is what your business can do for them. That's absolutely right. And that is the premise of the book. It's that you need to rephrase what you want to tell them by showing them how what you do will resonate in their world. Because people care first, last, and foremost about themselves. And when they have bigger feelings, it's still about how they relate to those other things, whether it's spiritual or it's, or it's the economy or it's the environment or whatever. They're still thinking about it through their own perceptual abilities. And so you need to change the way you talk, the way you market, the way you write, the way you create videos, whatever it is you're doing, to make it about them. Right. And I think the other concept that comes to mind as, as we're talking about this, it's in typical branding, uh, you really try to promote what it is you want the customer to believe about you, but in the end, the customer really makes the choice as to whether or not you delivered on whatever whatever it is you promised. Hence, the, you know, one of the definitions of a brand is a promise delivered. But uh, really, you you can't define who you are. The customer is going to define who you are. You can only hope that your terms and theirs are you know in sync with each other. Well, you can try to guide them, right? Because part of the key, it's a key in politics, it's a key in marketing, is to find yourself before your competition does. Nature abhors a vacuum, and so you need to put the messaging out there that says, this is who we are, this is what we stand for. But again, it's no longer enough to just say, this is what I stand for, but rather, this is how you will benefit from interacting with me. But you're right, once the message is out there, people have so many different ways now to comment on it and communicate about it that you kind of no longer control it. Therefore, you better make sure that, first of all, you've established a brand value and a brand um, environment that promotes you the way you want to be promoted. But second of all, that you not only talk the talk, but you walk the walk. And by the way, that's where customer service becomes so critical because if customer service becomes the interaction between the consumer and the company, then it's what we call in marketing the touch point. It's the touch point where you either make it or break it. You either prove that what you've been saying is true, that it is your authentic truth, and that the consumer benefits from it, or you break the promise, you break the spell, and like they said in The Wizard of Oz, ignore the man behind the curtain. 
But you know, once you see yeah. that it's not the guy on the screen, you know the game has changed. Right. So, you know, this – maybe I've been drinking your Kool-Aid for a long time. But, <laughs> but, but I mean, this to me is like, uh, you know, how is it that companies don't already know and do this? You know, why aren't more companies and people doing what we're talking about here today? If you remember the comedian Richard Lewis, he did this great routine. I'll make it as short as I can, but where he talked about how he wanted to ask this girl out. He was very nervous about taking her out on a date, but he finally asked her. And when he took her out, he said he was so nervous that he started talking the minute she got in the car. And he just talked, 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 talked. And he said, when I'm nervous, I talk about my hair. So he said he did that for about two hours. Finally, he realized what he was doing. He says he took a deep breath. He calmed himself down, and he said to her, you know, I'm really sorry. I know that when I'm nervous, I talk a lot, and I was so eager to go on a date with you and get to know you. But I've been talking the whole time, so I'm going to stop talking. I want you to tell me about you. I want to know what you think. I want to know what you feel. Let me just ask you one question. What do you think about my hair? Oh. This is where you laugh, Chef. <laughs> see, that was a joke. You know, so and- <laughs> I am laughing, and I'm not just laughing on the inside. You, you should see I have this huge <laughs> smile on my face. One of the things about the book that I loved, and you know this because you sent me an advanced review copy. I read it, and I sent back to you. Not only did I, I actually, on the first, as soon as I received it, I just opened it up to look at it. And I can't remember how many pages it is, but I read through almost two-thirds of the book without, I mean, right then and there. I didn't stop uh, and do something else. It Like, you nailed me, and I'm going to tell you why. Aside from all of the great content this book is filled with stories just like the one that you just shared. They're funny, they're anecdotal, but more important, they are to the point of what you're talking about. So um, I just think, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm a promoter and I'm a fan, you know that. But, hey, All About Them is a book that I think that uh, if you're in business, you can't afford not to be reading this book. And we're going to talk a little bit more about it. So, uh, you know, how have you used all about them with some of the more recognizable brands that you represent and work with? We use it on all of the brands we represent and work with, and we do it by showing people situations, aspirational mostly, that they would like to be in. For example, Miami has been a client of ours. We have marketed the county, the beaches, the hotels, the restaurants, the museums for a number of years. But before we did it, you might recall that Miami was called the fun and fun capital. That's how it was marketed. There's some problems with that. First of all, there's lots of warm weather destinations. When people used to drive from New York, they would get in a car and they would drive. They'd wind up in Miami. It really wasn't, as a client of mine once said, it wasn't rocket surgery or anything. But now most of our visitors fly here. And if you get on a plane, you can get off anywhere. So simply talking about that we're warm here is not particularly uh, competitive versus the other audio, the other markets. Number two, if we sell only our warm weather, we only have business from the Northeast half the year during the winter, during the summer. We don't get it. We get some from South America, of course, but we don't get enough. We had to change that. And so what we talked about was how Miami was such a warm, wonderful, welcoming place that you could be who you want to be when you're here, which, let's face it, is a lot of what vacations are all about, right? You can drop the facade, you can drop the business suit, you can drop the 24-7, 365 email, and you can be who you want to be. That pair of strappy silver sandals that you've always, you know, high heels that you've always wanted to wear, you come to Miami, you can wear them. By the way, you might then take them home and go, oh my goodness, what do I do with these now? But while you're here, you can rock them and people dig it or they don't care. Uh, We talked all for different communities. If you want to walk down the street holding hands with a boy, with a girl, with whoever it is that is important to you, 
here, you can do that. We weren't talking about Miami. We were talking about how your life, your marriage, your family, your kids, your education, your comfort would be better here. And we did it in lots of different ways. So regardless of what you were interested, food, culture, beaches, outdoor activities, natural activities, you want to go to the Everglades, you want to go. Here's a perfect example. Dade County, where Miami is, has two national parks. We have the Biscayne National Park, which is one of the country's only underwater national parks. And of course, we have the Everglades. Now, lots of people have a national park. We have two of them, but just to say we have two, who cares? But what we can say is you can show your family these incredible things that they can't see anywhere else. The fact that we have two is what is called in marketing, or at least what we call in the book, an RTB, a reason to believe. So you can come here and have this great experience. And what's the RTB? We have two national parks. No one else has that. Most marketers, most branders lead with the RTBs, how many trucks we have, how many locations we have, how many uh, computers we have, say habla espanol. But the truth is nobody cares about what you have until they want what you're offering. So my suggestion, again, is to flip the paradigm. We talk first about our consumer, why they will be different in Miami, why they will be happy in Miami, why they will achieve their aspirations in Miami, and then we enumerate the reasons, the assets, the things that we offer that can make it better. All right, and Miami is a great case study for this. Is this in the book and similar case studies like this are in the book? It is. In fact, Miami is in the book, and there's a bunch of others, both ones we've worked on and others. In fact, there's one story about a company called Walker & Dunlop. I gave a talk in Amelia Island, and Willie Walker, the CEO, came up after me, and he, after I spoke, and he said, wow, that was awesome, and how would we use this? And we talked about it a bunch, and then he went out, and his people created this ad campaign that featured their customers doing what they love to do. They were better at it because of Walker and Dunlop. I actually had nothing to do with the campaign. Just like reading the book, hearing my speech inspired Willie and his team to go out and do it. So, of course, we featured them in the book because we said, look, this book, although I would love for you to read the book and not only pay for the book, but then call me up and go, hey, Bruce, we'd love to hire you to work on our behalf. But that's not what it's about. What it's about is here's the tools you can use to change your business, to change your brand, to ultimately change your life. They're proven. They're spelled out. It's very systematic. Here's one. Here's two. Here's three. Here's how you do it. And here's how someone else did it based on what we talked about. Great. Well, when we come back from a break, we're going to talk specifically about how to do it and how to get started. It doesn't matter if you're a big company or a small company or a big city, for that matter. Uh, Bruce Turkel has answers for you when it comes to branding and delivering an amazing customer experience. This is Shep Hyken. You're on Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Shep Hyken here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.sheponddemand.com. Once again, that's sheponddemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Bruce Turkel about branding and specifically his new book, All About Them. It is all about them, all about the customer. We just heard some great examples of how Miami uh, really turned their 
um, I guess their their branding around and and how the customer perception was by making it all about the customer, all about the person that comes in and spends time down in Miami from literally anywhere because we don't want just people, as you mentioned, coming from New York. It's easy. Today, warm weather everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but in certain times of the year, I guess almost everywhere. So how does someone get started? How does a company get started and implement some of these great ideas? Well, there's a number of different exercises. Uh, there's what's called the classic brand pyramid, and I show you how to do all that in the book. It would really take a little too long to describe here on the radio show, but it is, as I said, a very systematic approach. The first thing you need to do, really, is decide what success looks like. If, in fact, you st- take the effort to do this, what do you want to get out of it? Just to do it because you think you have to do it doesn't make a lot of sense. So you want to look at, from a business point of view, when I do this, what do I want to accomplish? The next thing to do then is you have to figure out what is, and we talk a lot about this in the book and how you find it and what it is, what is your authentic truth? Because today, I think you could argue pretty pretty convincingly that most products and most services are pretty easily replicable. There are a lot of people out there that do whatever it is you do. Do you do it better? Of course you do. I know you do. You're great. That's why you listen. That's why, uh, that's why we're talking here. However, the consumer does not know that. And so there's plenty of people who can provide the service or the products that you're, looking for, that you're providing. So what is it that you bring that's going to make someone kind of get off their duff and want to spend time, money with you? And the answer is it's your own authentic truth. It's what your company is, who you are, and what matters. So you've got to figure all that out. And then, as I say, there's a very systematic approach you take to figuring out, based on that, what are our features and attributes? What are our PODs, our points of difference, our points of distinction? What are the uh, functional benefits of working with us? What are the emotional benefits of working with us? And you ladder your way up this classic brand pyramid until you come to the answer. So, I mean, as, as I listen to this, I think, you know, what's your competitive differentiator? And it, it has to matter to the customer, number one. Uh, number two, I, I think it's a great exercise to go through because we are in a commodity trap. Uh, I think just about anybody listening to this show, and there might be a small, very small percentage of people out there that really have no competition if they're that unique. Um, and I think, you know, if, as you know, at, at the break, you and I were talking about movies. And if you think about actors, there are certain actors that are so unique, you know, you can't duplicate uh, these, these people. And there aren't very many businesses that can claim that level of performance. You're not going to find, uh, you know, um, a Robert De Niro of, of an industry. Boy, is that well, an analogy or what? That's a great analogy, but at the same time, as phenomenal as he is, you would be hard-pressed to tell me that Robert – in any in any objective manner – that Robert De Niro is a better actor than Dustin Hoffman or Robert De Niro is a better, De Niro is a better actor than um, – I don't know, Robert Redford from the same age or a better right. actor than Ben Affleck. I mean, but you in can the pick right whoever role. you like, and you might like them or, right. The right role, and more importantly, what do they bring? Do they bring better acting chops? Once again, after you reach a certain level of quality and success, I, I think you could argue it's academic, but they bring something else. What is that something else? That's their authentic truth. That's how, who they are. It's how they fill the role. I mean, look, every single one of us has a friend that we tell our friends 
that that guy or that girl plays guitar better than Jimi Hendrix. You're a guitar player, Shep. You know that. You've got a friend that just blows you away how well he plays. But that doesn't mean that he or she has received and reached any level of professional success because there's a lot more to it than just knowing your arpeggios and knowing your modes and knowing your scales and knowing your uh, fretboard. There's a lot more to it. And I would suggest that that lot more to it is the authentic truth of the musician. And what does this musician bring that another musician does not bring, even though the second musician might be better, more of a virtuoso than the first? One does not guarantee popularity or success. You have to have a certain level of quality, but you're absolutely right. We are in a generic, what did you call it? Not a, a commodity, commodity trap. trap. Mm-hmm. A commodity trap. Products have been genericized. They've been globalized. They've been computerized. And so these days, you've got to bring something else to the party or don't bother. Right, right. And I think you don't have to have a big budget to do this. You just have to sit down and make the time. I think that's one of the things you emphasize in the book is big company, small company. There's a process. And, you know, I know everybody would love or you would love if everybody would hire you to help them through the process. But you've given us a gift. And if we go through the steps that you're talking about, we'll find that authentic truth. And uh, it doesn't take I think the I think it takes more sweat equity than financial equity. I will tell you that putting a lot of money against it is not the answer. If it was, by the way, you wouldn't sit during a football game or watching TV and then point out to your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, would you look at all those crappy ads on TV? Or they worse. They an awful lot of money on them. Yeah. They just say, hey, would you pick up the remote control and speed through? You know, Because how many people, other than a sporting event, will actually watch TV at the time it's actually on? I think it's beginning to change, isn't it? You're absolutely right. If, you, if the ad doesn't do something to talk to you, to grab you, to demonstrate to you that it is worth your time and effort to watch it, you're gone. You know, in the old days, before remote controls, people would watch a show, and not only wouldn't they get up to change the commercials, but the, but the television networks would put a crappy show next to a good show because people wouldn't get up to change the channel for the next whole half-hour show. <laughs> they would just sit on the couch and stare at it. But today it's a little bit different. We hold that little gizmo. I mean, you know what they say about men watching TV? Men don't watch what's on. They watch what else is on. Oh, that's you good. I like that. <laughs> really ha- well, you feel free. It's yours now except for the millions of people who hear me say it first. But it's mm-hmm. all yours, Chef. Um, you really have to do something special to get people to pay attention. And it's not just in TV advertising. But the point is that having a lot of money is not the answer. It never hurts, by the way. And you know, you said about having people call me to do it, the ones with a lot of money, I'd like them to call me first. But the point is, if you read the book, if you go through the steps, if you follow the instructions, you will come out with something very, very useful. All right, so we have just a few minutes left. Let's talk about some of the common mistakes that people make as they're trying to build their brand. Give me your, like your top three. Number one mistake, they try to be all things to all people can't do it. There's no business on earth that's all things to all people except maybe Walmart. Nobody else. Knock it off. When you're showing ideas and someone says, oh, but if we do that, we won't reach these customers, you might not be reaching them anyways. And in fact, they won't come to you regardless. You know, don't worry. The haters, what's that song? Haters gonna hate? Lovers. can't be all things to all people. Haters gonna hate. Pick a lane. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Pick a lane. Stand for something. I'd like it to be who you are authentically. So that's number one. Number two, putting it off. 
You know what they say about planting an oak tree? The best time to do it is 20 years ago or right now. Mm. Don't put it off any longer because every day you don't do it, first of all, your competition is doing it. And second of all, you'd say, well, any day I don't do it, people aren't noticing it. No, any day you don't do it, people aren't even thinking about you. You need to get started. It's not expensive, as we said, but it does take time. You've got to work on this. And then I would say answer number three goes back to the pick a lane idea. Once you decide what it is and you're going to do, then commit. Do it over and over and over and over again. Because once you're getting sick and tired of saying it, people are just starting to notice it. Stand for something and hammer that home repeatedly. And, and I'll go a step further on that one is that people do get burnt out on their own, uh, their own messages and just like you said, about the time you're getting burnt out, it's just when everybody's picking it up. And I also believe if you look at some of the great companies, you know, you know, one of the clients that I've worked with for many years, I wrote a book that featured them. That was Ace Hardware. How long has Ace been the helpful hardware place? That's what yep. they wanted to be. And they've been that way. And they've stuck in back to that concept of being in your lane. They've stayed in that lane for I don't know how for decades and it's work for them, and that's what you know them for. The companies that switch uh, their slogans and their brands on a semi-regular basis risk uh, not being known for anything. Uh, yeah, and you can look at a lot of advances, a lot of examples rather. BMW has been the ultimate driving machine since 1972. You're in good hands with all forties. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Now those... you come up with new ways of saying what you're saying mm-hmm. because. Interestingly enough, saying that over and over and over, repeat, 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 is not, ironically enough, permission to be repetitive. You have to come up with a new way of saying the same old thing. That's why people pay attention. By the way, that's job security for guys like me who come up with new ways for people to say the same thing over and over again. But that's what you got to do. All right. As we start to wrap up, one final thought. What's the one thing you want us to remember, to know? You can reiterate it. You can give us something new, some new gem. Uh, what would be the one takeaway that you say if there was a one thing these listeners needed to know, do, and hear, what would it be? It's words you've heard me say over the last, what is it, 20 minutes, half an hour we've been talking together. Pick a lane. Yeah, I was going to say stay in the lane, right? Make a choice, and that lane should resonate with your authentic truth, and it should resonate with the aspirations of your customers and your desired customers. Oscar Wilde said it 120 years ago, and it's right to this day. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Love it. The book is titled All About Them, and it officially comes out when? It officially comes out the middle of August, meaning it'll be in stores the beginning of September, first week in September. But you can pre-order it right now. It's available on Amazon, on Apple, on Barnes & Noble, on CEO Reads. You can click on it. You can look it up. My last name, T-U-R-K-E-L. You can go to my website and click there for links. BruceTurkel.com. Couldn't be easier. It's available. You'll get it in September, but it's available to order right now, and I would love it if you did that. Yeah, and it's well worth it. As, as mentioned, I read the preview copy. 
outstanding and not only great content, but it's a very entertaining read. You will enjoy it. You won't just learn from it, although learning from it by itself would be pretty darn good. We've been talking with Bruce Turkel, the author of All About Them, a guru in branding and uh, how it all ties to the customer experience is just so obvious. Bruce, thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate you. Thank you, man. Chef, this was a blast. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for being here. And everybody, thank you for listening. This is Chef Eichen on Amazing Business Radio. And remember, always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.